We are now in the second Sunday of the homily series, A Whole New Perspective. And the theme of today's, or this Sunday, or the second Sunday of that series, is journeying in the light of Christ. So to understand this, we need to understand the gospel passage. And a very important thing is in order to understand the gospel passage, we need to understand how the evangelists prepared the gospels and wrote the gospels. They didn't just get up one day and say, I want to write about Christ. There was a process that was normally followed, which included, first of all, collecting the data they needed. There was an arranging that was done, and then they began to write. And that arrangement is important because depending on what they wanted to say, they would structure the gospel that way. And another very important thing is we see it in the different gospels is one of the techniques that was used is something known as a sandwich technique. It is something that they would use to hold something together. So in the Gospel of Mark, you may have a couple of parables followed by a couple of miracles, then interactions with Pharisees, etc., because there was something that the Gospel writer was trying to say. In the Gospel of Matthew, we would see that in today's Gospel and also connecting it to the next Sunday's Gospel or the theme of the Beatitudes and the Sermon on the Mount. And the theme that he uses, the analogy that he uses as a sandwich technique is that of light. The analogy of light is used, as we can see at the beginning of the gospel, which is the light that dispels darkness. And then he has the call of the disciples. And then he moves next into the next chapter, which is the Beatitudes. And before he begins the Sermon on the Mount or the extension of that, we see him bringing in light again, which is simply, you are the light of the world. So he's trying to do something which is very important and again we have to understand that in the first part he talks about light that dispels darkness and in the second time he, he brings up the topic of light, it is about you being the light. So in other words, it's Jesus and the next thing is the light of the disciples. So it is who Jesus is which is very important, he is the light, but at the same time who is this light is seen in the Beatitudes. And that's what we will understand much more in next Sunday's Gospel. But that is the process or rather the structure that we are understanding. So let us bring ourselves back to the concept of light. Very often when we read the Gospel we say the light that dispels darkness and we say yes Jesus is here to remove all our negativity, to remove all our sins, to dispel all that is dark within us. True. Nobody is denying that, but that is not the intention of the gospel or the evangelist. For him, he uses light to depict things becoming brighter, things becoming clearer. And when we look at it in the context of a whole new perspective, Jesus is giving his disciples and the people a whole new perspective. So it's like saying when you enter a dark room and you cannot see anything, you have one perspective which is darkness, you can't see. And when you switch on the light, you are able to see things better. You are able to see things clearer. So when Jesus calls them and says, come follow me, it is not merely a physical following, but it is much more. It is follow the way I am going to be looking at life. Follow the way I am able to love people. How am I able to spread God's love and light to people? Follow that. And that is what Jesus was calling his disciples for, to be able to see things in a different way. 
So when we apply to our lives, when we are called by Jesus, it is simply to be able to look at life through the eyes and heart of Jesus. That is what he wanted the disciples to learn. And that is why you have the gospel that talks about Jesus, who he is, the call for them to fulfill their mission, and then the mission begins with the Sermon on the Mount and everything that follows after that. So when we talk about the call of Jesus, we have to understand the characteristics of a call. There are always two characteristics to any call of Jesus. One is a purpose. When Jesus calls, there is always a purpose in mind. It is not random. So when he calls the disciples, as we can see in today's gospel, it is, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. There is a particular purpose that Jesus is using. The second thing, or the characteristic, is a response. He wants them to respond immediately. And both these are important. So when he calls these disciples and says, follow me, they are used to one way of doing things. So the fishermen would be fishing for them, making money, etc. was one way of looking at life. That was one perspective. But now he's saying, follow me and look at life from a different perspective. It's not always about having, but sometimes realize that your life is also about being. How can you be a better person to others and to yourself? And when we talk about a response, it is not just leaving everything, which is a physical leaving, yes, but leaving behind securities. What is it that would make them cling to that way of life? And what would it need or require for them to leave that to follow Christ? And they leave everything to follow Jesus because they have got some idea of who Jesus is and they realize that their life can change. So when we look at it in the context of the call, we have to also see the mission. There is a mission and we hear that mission at the start of the gospel and towards the end, which is spreading the kingdom of God. And everything is about giving people a different perspective, being able to allow people to experience light in their life. And that is what Jesus was trying to get his disciples to develop so that they could apply to their lives. And I think that applies to us too. So when we look at ourselves and say, how does this gospel passage appeal to me or apply to me? It means each one of us is also called to serve the Lord. Each one of us is called to be the light to others. And therefore it's a purpose and it's a response that we're called to commit ourselves to. But something very unique over here is that when we look at this call, he calls them in the place that they are already working. He goes to these disciples when they were on the beach at their boats and calls them. Later on, when we see the call of Matthew, he goes to where Matthew is. He doesn't stand somewhere and says, whoever wants to follow me, come follow me. He goes to where Matthew is, which means the call to serve God can symbolically mean it already is a call in the places that we are working. It could be the call to be a light in the family, in maybe the places that we work, in our school, in our larger parish community. It is always in the context of where we are that we are called to serve the Lord. And that is, so for example is we could be called to be the light of hope to somebody in despair, a light of peace to somebody experiencing a certain amount of turmoil, a light of love to somebody who's experiencing darkness and maybe hate. There are different ways in which we are called to be the light and that is specifically what each one of us needs to reflect on. 
because the context of our service of God is very different and the way in which we can serve God also varies and that is for us to look at. But it all begins with understanding ourselves. So which means I need to understand the light of Christ that already exists in me because only when I can experience this light within me as Jesus and the disciples had that, then only can I express it and really share that with others. And therefore I'd like to end with a poem, which is something that I may have said before, even put it across to you in a sermon, but I'd like to repeat it in the context of the theme of journeying in the light of Christ. And it is by Mary Ann Williamson, and she uses it to begin her book, Return to Love. And the title of the poem is Our Deepest Fear. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond all measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, intelligent? Who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve anyone. There is nothing enlightening about shrinking so that others don't feel insecure around you. You are meant to shine as children do. You were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within you. It is not just in some of us, it is in all of us. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give people permission to do the same. And as we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. And I think that's what we're called to do, is to allow the grace of the Lord to fill us so that we can experience the light of God within us, so that we can share it with others through who we are and what we do. Amen.